Could there be a mystery behind what's happening to America, what's happening to much of the world? Um, could it go back to ancient times? Could it go back to, of course, the Bible, number one? And could it also go back to the, the ancient inscriptions of Mesopotamia? Um, and could the gods, what we call gods, you know, um, could they be more than just fiction and more than just mythology? Could there be something behind them? And could there be actually be entities behind them? And if so, could they have returned? Could they be the invisible agents behind what is happening, the spirits behind what is happening to America? And what if we could actually identify them and know exactly what we're dealing with? If you have diabetes and you're on Medicare, you may qualify for a free continuous glucose monitor system. Managing your diabetes is crucial to your health. The new CGM systems can automatically manage your diabetes better for you. And by using a CGM system, you can eliminate forever one thing most people with diabetes hate the most, finger sticks. Now it's possible to manage your diabetes better, end the painful finger sticks, and get a new CGM monitoring system at little or no cost to you. We even provide in-home delivery and do all the insurance paperwork for you. Now is the best time to manage your diabetes better and get your continuous glucose monitor. Call now for details. Call 800-451-9542. 800-451-9542. That's 800-451-9542. Paid for by US Med. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have a really interesting show coming up with you today with Jonathan Kahn. He just wrote a book called The Return of the Gods, and it has blasted up to number two on the New York Times bestselling list. He had a movie called The Harbinger of Things to Come, which when it came out, it came out on streaming and video and that stuff. And it was only num it was number two next to the Marvel movies. This is when Doctor Strange came out. He, people really love this guy, and you'll see when you listen to him, but it's just an explosive conversation. I don't know about explosive as much as just super interesting. I want to apologize to you, though, because my microphone wasn't plugged in properly when I recorded this, so I sound kind of bad, but you can hear me, and I hope you just ignore it. You just say, okay, it's good enough. So I, I, uh, I hope you enjoy this uh, conversation that we have. I also have a bonus material, about 20 minutes bonus material for my members. You can hear it at uh, sarahwestall.substack.com on Ebony or at sarahwestall.tv. Give me a little bit of time and it will be up there for you, for my uh, members. And I also want to remind you to go to sarahwestall.com and sign up for my newsletter and also support my affiliates. And let's get into this really, really interesting conversation with Jonathan Kahn. Hi, Jonathan. Welcome to the program. To be with you. Well, you have an amazing book that has reached, you know, the top of the charts. I think it reached number one on the New York Times bestseller list, right? Or was it number two? It may have been know, number it's really it high up there. It may have been number two um, with the uh, of, of all nonfiction. That means it's competing with all the Washington books and all that. So it was it was uh, it's been tremendous. Yeah, that is amazing. And then you also have uh, a new movie coming out on a past book that you wrote. 
Yeah, well, actually, yeah, the harbingers of things to come is what, well, well, first, the book that we just spoke about is The Return of the Gods. I know we'll get into it. Um, but yes. the, the movie when is the is the harbingers of things to come that was actually released we never did this before released it in movie theaters across the country and by the grace of god um when it came out it was number two in of all movies in america you know i think only uh dr strange of marvel was more so crazy but That's amazing so you know crazy. and so yeah yeah it is and it, so it just the harbingers of things to come just came out on uh dvd and streaming amazon prime and all that um and uh and also people can download it so people if they saw it or if they didn't see it you can see it now they, they did a the people who did it did a very powerful job with it um and it's a very prophetic um movie you know so um i think i think if i have it right if they, if either amazon prime or if they go to harbingers of things to come.com they can stream it they can download it they can get the dvd the har it's not the harbingers of things to come.com yeah well and it's it's more organic right because you're not getting all this support from the mainstream media and the mainstream i mean it's yeah. like an organic, not at all. people are finding it and going this is good and wanting it and you're ranking at the top without any support from the mainstream media which is amazing because imagine if you did get support you would it would be <laughs> can you imagine yeah, well, it, you know, the Lord, the Lord knows how to get his word out. You know, that's a very cool thing, you know, and, and we were overwhelmed when I went, you know, I, when I went to the uh, premiere, I kind of snuck in, you know, people didn't know I was in the theater, you know, but, but they, the people at the end, you know, all got up and prayed for revival in America, you know, and I heard that that happened throughout the country. So that's, you know, that's as exciting as anything else. Yeah, that's really amazing what you what you're doing. But let's talk about the return of the gods. Okay. What what is it a really about and what does it reveal at a high level? Well, the return of the gods is probably I you know, I would say it's the most explosive book I've ever written and I've written explosive books, but this one is really everything that is happening that's take that's uh, transforming the culture, transforming um, our children, um, what every single person who's who's watching this right now is dealing with. Everyone's dealing with it. Could there be a mystery behind what's happening to America, what's happening to much of the world? Um, could it go back to ancient times? Could it go back to, of course, the Bible, number one? And could it also go back to the, the ancient inscriptions of Mesopotamia? Um, and could the gods, what we call gods, you know, um, could they be more than just fiction and more than just mythology could there be something behind them and could there be actually be entities behind them and if so could they have returned could they be the invisible agents behind what is happening the spirits behind what is happening to america and what if we could actually identify them and know exactly what we're dealing with um and what if we could know where it's going and what do we need to do so the return of the gods is is opening up this mystery it's kind of mind-blowing but also it's it's touching everybody but also it's to arm god's people it is to empower them to know what to do how to how to prevail in times like this because if you're in a fight and you don't know what you're fighting you're most likely not going to win uh but if you do you can win so the return of gods is all that well i you know i just want to use a couple examples california has legalized post-birth abortions um, California just read another article. I'm gonna I'm writing an article on it. Um, are gonna post one. California passed a law um 
it's supposedly to create safe streets, but they can, can no longer arrest or, or stop loitering and prostitution in the streets. And now after when in effect in July and now um, in February, January, February, uh, prostitution of young girls has doubled and cops can't do anything about it. So we're seeing the extremes. Yeah, well, that, well, all, we're seeing yeah. extremes. Now, is this what you mean? Yeah. I mean, there's so much more. There's uh, is so much corruption. But these these are just such extreme examples. Are, is that what these gods are behind and why? Yeah. Well, everything, everything you just mentioned is is part of the mystery. Everything you said, um, uh, and, and California is kind of a bellwether because California, what happens there tends to be, you know, ahead of the curve. You know, it happens there and then it starts affecting the rest of the country. So, yeah, it's happening all over. And yes, every single thing you said, that's, that tells you how much this is affecting everything. Yes, the, uh, these that I'm, what I'm revealing about the return of these gods, they are behind everything specifically. It's not just general, it's specific. Well, and let, who are these gods? What are they? And you said they, they were talked about in the pagan religions. I mean, way back. Who, what are these gods? What are these spirits? Is it, you know? Yeah, well, well, for, yeah, first, yeah, first, all over the world, everybody was worshiping gods. I mean, there wasn't, barely wasn't one place in the world where people weren't worshiping gods. That's pretty amazing, number one. Um, number two, the Bible actually reveals the mystery, and a lot of believers miss it. The Bible says uh, in, in Deuteronomy, also in the Psalms, it says that when the people were worshiping these, quote, gods, they're actually worshiping the, in Hebrew, the word is shedim, the shedim. Now, shedim means spirits means entities means um beings with will with consciousness you know with volition um so what it's saying is and this is a this is a very big thing to start out with and that is that behind these things you know yes there was mythology and yes it's you know there's fantasy and yes it's all this craziness but behind it there is something else and the bible speaks of spirits now when this was translated this word this Hebrew word shedim was translated into Greek and went into the New Testament. It became the word daimonia. Daimonia is the word we get demon from or demonic. So here when Paul, Paul in 1 Corinthians speaks about the same thing, says the pagan world, they're worshiping these gods, but he says they're actually, they're actually worshiping the daimonia. They are worshiping these spirits. They are serving these spirits. So this is the first part of the mystery that we have to understand because this is affecting us now behind these gods. Now, interesting, because in the pagan world, when they spoke about these spirits or these gods, they, they said they could be good or bad. In the Bible, it says, no, they're only bad and dark. And you think, like, what would... What would a, a a spirit or a dark or demonic spirit? What would it do more than get the word, get worship away from God and draw it to itself? And that's exactly so. That's that's why you have the gods, and so you have that. That's the first thing. Second thing is that if the you know if the pagan world was given to these gods, that means they were given to the spirits. That means they were possessed. That means there's possession, and that and when you look. 
Um, uh, Sarah, when you look at the uh, the the ancient pagan religions, even today with any paganism, you see the same signs of spirit possession that you do in the Bible. In fact, the closer you got to these, quote, gods, the more you have the signs of the possession, uh, like the high priests or the oracles or the worshipers, the gods. And so you have a whole world in a sense. Yeah, even Western civilization, except for Israel, basically you have a world of possession. So that's that's the that's the foundation that we're, we're starting with. Yeah, let's talk about spirits and the angels and, you know, Jesus being the spirit of Jesus and the spirit of the angels versus the spirit of these entities. How do you know the difference? Not just Jesus. Jesus is such a loving character, but I meant, you know, angels and, and, and loving spirits versus you say they're all de demonic. How? What's the difference? Uh, well, number one, it's got to be consistent with the word of God. Paul said, if an, even an angel tell, preaches any other gospel, let him be damned to hell. So it's got the it's got to be consistent with the word of God. Number one, um, number two, it's got to be leading you closer to God, and and it got to be leading you in accordance with the word um, and with what God clearly says in His word. Um, a life, uh, you know, all the fruits of the spirit with peace is there peace is there joy is there goodness is there pain all those things which are uh you know a, an angelic being is led by the holy spirit uh and a demonic being is led by a dark the spirit of satan is satanic spirit so it's all those things you know and if you're you know and if you're a believer you should have discernment on that but you still even have it says test the spirits even as a believer you have to test all things, everything. And if the overall context isn't right, like, for instance, paganism, all you have is that. You know, so if you're in a context of the occult, that's all. That's what you're going to get, except by God's grace, that's what you're going to get. You know, if you're in the context of God, you know, of, of a, you know, of God's people and you're praying and you're living in the word, then you're you're more likely to not have to deal with the other things, but you still have to test every spirit. And you have to test them because they come in in mystery right they'll come look appearing as something good and it might not be so your heart has to be good you have to be good well you have to have a you really have to have the spirit if you yeah yeah if you're saved you have to have the spirit of god the spirit of god is what discerns you know we can discern but by, by the word and by the spirit yes so so back then you know, now they didn't have any, they didn't have the spirit and they didn't have discernment. And so they, you have a whole world, which is under the influence of these things, but, but then something happens, you know, and, and cause today, yeah, what you know, you don't see a lot of people key. worshiping. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you don't have a lot of people worshiping Zeus today. You don't have a lot of people, you know, because something happened. What happened is Jesus happened. You know, that is that God comes into the world and number one, he's got the power to cast out these things. Number one, number two, he sends the gospel into the world. That means into the pagan world. For the first time, you have the gospel coming into the world of the gods. And you have the spirit coming to the world of the spirits. You have the, the power of God. And so you have a clash. And what happens is when you look at the book of Acts, what do you see? You see a war. It's like, it's not it, The war is not cultural. It's not even political. It's spiritual. And what you have is you have, for instance, you have a possessed woman, a demon-possessed woman stalking the apostle Paul until he casts out the spirit. And then you have cities go into uproars because they, they believe the disciples are a threat to their gods. And then you have believers who are thrown to the lions. Why? Because of the gods, because they refuse to worship the gods. That's why that they, all they had to do was worship the gods and they would not be thrown to the lions. So you have a gigantic clash going on, monotheism versus paganism, the spirit of God. 
But in the end, the gospel prevails. And in the end, what happens? The gods depart. In other words, it's the end of the time of the gods. It's the twilight of the gods. The, the temples of Zeus are now empty. The shrines of Dionysus are abandoned. You know, people are leaving the gods. You know, but if behind the gods are spirits, then what happened to those spirits? See, the gods disappeared, departed, but what happened to the spirits? Spirits don't die. So what it means is, number one, what happened to our civilization, Rome, and, and what has become Western civilization that we are, we are descended from, what happened is it was the greatest mass exorcism in human history. It was the exorcism of an entire civilization. And, and that's why the West has always been so different, because it was exorcised. You know? So the thing is, but spirits don't die. So here's the, here's the question. Could the spirits return? Could the gods return? And if so, what would be the key that would open the door? And for that, there, the answer to that is found in a parable that Jesus gave. That in the, in the return of the gods, I call it the house of spirits. And I can tell you what it is. Well, yeah. Let me yeah. ask you. Yeah. Tell us what it is. And then I'll have more questions, of course. Yeah. Well, Jesus, remember Jesus said, if a spirit departs from a man, it goes out looking for a place to dwell. Doesn't find it. Goes back. Says, I'm going to go back to my house. Talking about the guy. Calling it his house. I'm going to go back. Goes back. Finds the house empty and clean and swept, the man. But so it says, so goes back, gets seven other of its friends, seven other demonic spirits, more evil than the first. And they go back and they repossess the house. They repossess the man. And what happens is the Lord says, the last state is worse than the first day. In other words, now the man is repossessed. It's worse than before. Now, when believers hear that, they think, okay, it's about a guy being possessed. Well, yes, and more than that. Because in the Gospel of Matthew, at the end, it says, so it shall be with this generation. The Lord is not just talking about a guy. He's talking about an entire culture, an entire generation. So what does that mean? When you take this to the max, what does it mean? Here's a warning. It's a warning to America. It's a warning to the West. It's a warning to the modern world. Any culture, any nation, any civilization that has been delivered of these things, of these this darkness, of this paganism, of these gods, and turned away, turns away from God, starts emptying its house of God, the house will not remain empty. What was cast out of it will come back into it. The spirits that were driven out of our civilization will now come back into our civilization. The gods will return to America, will return to the West, will return to the modern world. The same ancient pagan spirits will come back, demonic spirit will come back to our culture. And so, Sarah, if you want to understand what's happening in America for the last half century and what's been happening in much of the world, is we are witnessing the return of these spirits, these gods. And what we're actually watching is a repossession of a culture. You, you know, when you said at the beginning, you said, you know, what's happening is crazy, like at California. It's crazy. Even, even non-believers are saying what's happening is crazy. That's it's right. not rational. It's not rational. And it's not. It is demonic. And, and not only that, it is also a process of re-paganization because the, the spirits that come back 
are, in a sense, pagan spirits. So now they're coming back to a, quote, Christian civilization. And their, their mission is to take that civilization and turn it from a Judeo-Christian-based civilization to a pagan civilization. And that is what we are witnessing in every realm of our culture. What What is the difference between, you know, somebody who's an active paganist, which there's more of them, and somebody who claims to be atheist? where they don't worship any gods, how are they affected by it? Or they don't think they do? Well, in the end, yeah, you know, Bob Dylan wrote a song called You Gotta Serve Somebody. In the end, you're gonna serve somebody. Whether you call yourself atheist or you call, you know, if you you might you might know what you're serving, or you might not know what you're serving. And for believers, you might know what you're fighting, or you may not know what you're fighting, but you're fighting it. So then they're serving it. So yeah, I'll give let me give you an example of that. Yeah, because it's a great question. Uh, let take that same question, but put it on a big scale. And that is, look at look at the Soviet Union. It was an atheist atheist culture, atheist civilization, right? But what is the warning? What is the warning that Jesus gave saying? Russia used to be a quote Judeo Christian based nation. They turned away from Christianity. Okay, so now they said we're going to be now we're atheists, we're secular, we're we're scientific. What happened then was not scientific, was not secular, it was not neutral, it was demonic. They killed millions of their own people. That's demonic. So now, now let me give you another example. And so, and, and I mean, this is putting together the example you're asking. The question you're asking- you, Hold on one second. Russia now is, is more Christian than we are here and they're turning things around. But anyways- <laughs> and, and well, yeah, well, they, they, they're looking, many nations are now looking at America and saying, you know, America used to be known as the Christian nation, the, the leading Christian nation of the world. Now they're now they're trying to protect themselves from from its in, from its corruption. They're trying to protect their children from from transgenderism. They're trying to protect from what is coming from America. I mean, it's crazy that we could say that. But now, now here's another example: the the land that brought to the world the Reformation. Okay, the land of Germany. What happened when Germany turned away from God? Look at what Jesus said. What's going to happen is something else is coming in. So what came in? You know, they, you know, they said this is national socialism. This is this is secular. It wasn't secular. It was demonic. If anything was demonic, it was Adolf Hitler. It was the Nazis, the Third Reich, the Holocaust. That was demonic. So the, the truth is there's no neutral ground. There's no demilitarized zone in this war. You know, and look at look at and so but the, the scary thing now is it's not it's not just Russia, it's not Russia or Nazi Germany, it's America. It's the West. It's a it's a movement taking place all over the world. So so what we're watching is something even more major in the end. And the other thing is, I'll give you a perfect example. You know, we took we took God out of school. You know, out of the children. Took prayer out of the school. Okay. Now look what happened. The warning of Jesus is it's not going to stay empty. So look what has happened. Now look what has come into the schools. Look what has come into the children. You see. What come? What has come in? You take God out. Something else is coming in. Well, and you can you can see that when you see thirty percent of girls now are actively trying to think of how to commit suicide. These numbers that are coming out are um, insane. You're right. You're right. Well, you know what, Sarah, that goes exactly with this because I'll I'll tell you something. I said at the beginning that these spirits or the gods were called the Shedim. The word Shedim comes from a Hebrew root word that means the destroyers. In the end, and when you look at possession, what happens to the possession? They start 
harming themselves. You know, the man, the possessed demoniac was cutting himself. So what happens? It causes destruction, self-destruction. So it's exactly what you said. And actually, now what if we could actually know which gods have come to America, have come to the world, and what are we dealing with? If we could, What if we could know them and we can know them? I'll give you an, an example. In the, in the Return of the Gods, I call it the Dark Trinity. And that is that there are three main gods that when Israel turned away from God, they came into the culture, they ultimately destroyed it. And those same three, the Dark Trinity of gods, have now come to America. And in the Return of the Gods, I identify them one by one. I'll just the, the, Before getting into any one of them, the first one is called the Possessor. The second one is called the Enchantress. And the third one is called the Destroyer. And each one of them has come to our culture like clockwork. I mean, amazing, starting with the Possessor. Okay, let's talk about that. How interesting is that? I mean, it's, it's not just interesting, it's important for us to understand it. Are, are, before we get into it, is there a group that's, that follows them? You know, the IMF, the, they always say that there's a cult, we always say the cult, there's this cult amongst the 0.001% of people who are not only following them, they're enabling them, they're the, they're possessed by them essentially. Well, I would, I would say this, I don't know, I don't know many who outrightly will admit that they're worshiping. Of course, there are Satanists and there are there are pagans, you know, I mean, I mean outright pagan people. Um, but the people who follow them are legion. The people who follow them are gigantic. And I will, as we get on in this, I can give you an idea of some of them who follow them who and they don't realize what they don't realize what they're doing and they don't realize that they're doing it, but they are totally of these spirits, yes. And, and before we get in, because it's not just a small group, it's the fact that there's so many of us doing this is the problem, is what I think you just said. The other thing is, how did you get this information? How did you come to know all this? What research did you do or how are you connected that you were able to formulate this? It's with really all, all the books I've done. It, it Number one, it comes from, first, it comes from God. Um, and, you know, he just leads me, okay, here's the next one, here's the next one, here's the next the next thing. But then I need to do the research. And I, and I need to check everything out and go on the web. So if you look at the return, let me, let me, let me, I don't know if you have a copy. If you look at the return of the gods, if you look at the, in the back of it, I mean, it's got tons, I mean, tons of, footnote pages of footnotes of research so it's all it's all there you know so yeah so the, so the first thing is going to be revelation is it from like every culture and like your research is it from like mythology is it from all buddhism is from hinduism is from christianity is it from paganism is it from all sorts of historical documents that you grab this stuff from well it's all sorts of all sorts of historical documents in fact in fact i well in fact, I looked at I had to look at the the ancient inscriptions from Babylonia and Mesopotamia and Sumer, and it's amazing because they're lying behind the mysteries that are happening now, and, I'll, and you'll you'll see it. Um, it's not yeah. I didn't go into all the gods. I mean, I couldn't anyway. You know, uh, Hinduism has thirty three million of them, <laughs> but but not just that. But I could because the the main thing is the focus is the specific spirits that. When Israel turned away, because the you know the key we have is Israel. That's the example God gives us. 
when they turned away, these, these three are the key. So I focus on Mesopotamia, Babylonia, but example, some of the, the one of the gods, for instance, when we get to the Enchantress, this is a goddess who's, you know, the Bible speaks about, and yet is in Babylon, is in Greece, is in Rome, is in all over the place. But they come under different names, or they come under different fit masks, Yeah, but it's the same spirit. Okay, talk, let's talk yeah. about what all three of these are and how we can see it in everyday life. The first one of the dark trinity is called the possessor. Now, this is because his name actually means that. In a, it's, he's, the Bible mentions him. His name in Hebrew means the, the possessor, the owner, the master, and the Lord. And in Hebrew, the word is Baal, and we, we call him Baal. But this, this is the possessor God. And this is one who comes into the culture. And the job of this one, or the mission, is to turn a culture or a nation that has known God away from God. To take a nation like Israel, that knew God, turn it into a pagan nation. This one is like that first spirit that comes to the house. Remember in the parable, comes to the house, then gets his friends. Well, in the Bible, Baal is always mentioned first. You know, you have Baal, and then you have the other gods. So when you look at America, you know, it's going to be just like exactly like that. When did, first of all, how did he get in? When did we open the door? We opened the door, according to the parable, when you start emptying yourself of God. When did America begin emptying itself of God? The early 1960s, it takes the, the crucial, critical decision we're going to start taking God out of the culture step by step. First step was take it from the children. The children are always the most important because they're the future. They took prayer out of school, and remember early 60s, and then took the word of God out of school. Now they thought, well, that's just a little thing. No, it's not a little thing. When you take it away from the children, you're taking God out of the future. And look what has happened since then. Look what that triggered. Look what that brought about. Started with that one thing. All that, That's all that's needed to open the door for this spirit. So what happened when this spirit in the Bible comes into Israel? It starts driving God out of every part of the culture. That's what happened back then. Think about the days of Jezebel and, and Elijah. Drove Baal out of, I mean, Baal drove, it was said the spirit was trying to drive God out of everything. So we've been watching the spirit driving God out of the public square out of the media, out of the culture, out of public discourse, you know, all out of everything, out of the lives of the children. Well, it's happening. The Bible says that the spirit of Baal caused Israel to forget God. Well, this same spirit has caused America not only to forget God, but to forget it ever knew God. You know, if we we weren't, you and I were not around at the time, but in the 1950s, uh, uh, we had this nation was a nation that the public school teachers all across America led the children of America in the Lord's Prayer uh, in in the schools across America. Imagine that that the number one the, the top movies were, had names like the Ten Commandments, King of Kings. This is Hollywood, King of Kings, Quo Vadis. Well, well, look at where we are now. You know, that this America can barely even remember that America. And that America could not even imagine in its wildest nightmares this America. So this is the work of this one, this particular uh, spirit. Now, here, and so this spirit is now, in a sense, I, I said that we're in a process of paganization. What's happened is every change that we talk about, even what you said in the beginning about California, 
Every change is in the direction of pagan paganization. Now, let me give you an example of ways we might. The, the California examples are extreme. So this is what you're talking about. And it just it's important that we that we somehow relate this back. But the other thing I wanted to ask you is it seems that the churches are very heavily involved in this. And I know that you're a lot of people are going to have a little wall up here, but we have been very much tracking what like the Vatican has done or what some of these churches are doing with pedophilia. And there is no way that's from God. That's no way that them, but there's also this idea that the, the Catholic church in, in that people don't realize this, the average Catholic doesn't know this necessarily or doesn't know this, that they have been very involved in the pagan religion from the beginning. And it's never been abandoned at that source. Anyways, I, I keep going. I would like you to address the, that because that, this yeah. is a major part of the problem. The church is being involved. The thing, the thing is that I mean, the, there, there is apostasy with it. Well, see, you know, the Bible speaks in the last. It talks about apostasy, um, and the and apostasy. You know, on one hand, you can look at the civilization, the falling away, and that that's what we're we're talking about right now. The, that this is behind it, but also the other thing is that. You know, you can't really have a full apostasy without the church being part of it, because who's going to apostatize? No, One right. that has known God. In fact, in fact, in fact, you know, in a cultural, they're the you know, solution. At the culture, they're part of the solution, but they're the they're a lot of the problem right now. Keep going. Well, how can you how can you fall away? How can you apostatize or fall away if you have never been there? <laughs> you know, so when you look, not only the the churches. I mean, so so the church. There's going to be apostasy in the church in the churches and. There's also going to be, you know, at the same time, if you look at which nations are the worst in this, like our which which nations are are disseminating all these things to the, the rest of the world, it's the the nations that used to be Christian, you know, because that's what the Bible says apostasy. So, but it, it's affecting listen, it's in the church. Um, it's in, I mean, you know, we have to determine, you know, what we're calling church as well, because, you know, it's happening in the, in the you know, look at what's happening in America, in the Protestant mainline ones where they're embracing abominations on top of it, you know, so it's happening. There's, there's a yeah, division. Exactly. There's a, there's a, what, what, yeah, well, you know, you just, just reminded me of something. Yeah. There, there is a, there is something, you know, uh, I, I don't know if you caught this, but there was something a little while back, there was a big controversy over a, fashion brand called uh balenciaga yes, yes and they put they put in their their ads or these children with with sadomasochistic stuff like yeah. the head of like pedophilia and sadomasochism surrounding the children and they had a little a little clue on one of those pictures it had their name is balenciaga but they put b a they added an a to make it b a a l bail Baal, the spirit of Baal, which which would destroy children, you know, which abuse children. You talk about pedophilia. So yeah, listen, it's all over. And the th and the other thing, but there's another form of apostasy in the church, and that is that the church is much of the church is getting so bombarded and they're getting so um, intimidated that they're not standing. You know, That's that right. pastors are afraid to speak across the, across the country and. But the problem is if you don't fight this, if you don't fight this in the public square, you're going to end up fighting it at your doorstep. And, and many, there are more and more stories of Christians, Christian families, where the children are saying, the, the girls are saying, I'm not, a, I'm not a girl. 
I'm a boy. And the boys that we want transition, it's happening all. If you don't take the offense, you're going to be on the defense. That's the problem. And this thing has affected us, Sarah, in ways we don't even realize. Like, I'll, let me give you an example. Wokeism, this whole woke movement, you know, actually is linked to bail and paganism. Let me give you, let me, let me show you how I put it in that, that in, in monotheism, you got one God, you have one truth. But in paganism, you have many gods and so many truths. So look at this spirit that's come into our culture. It used to be, okay, one truth, you know, one nation under God, you know. Now you have this spirit that says everybody has their own authentic truth. If a man says that he's not a man, he's a cat, now he has got to be treated as a cat. If a woman says she's not a she, she's a they, now she's a they. That's her authentic truth. So this has affected us in ways we don't even we don't even realize. Uh, let, let me give you another quick one on that. And that is that, you know, in the Bible, it says that when they turn away from God, they serve the works of their hands. They serve their idols. They make the idols and then they serve their idols, which is crazy. But when Paul speaks about the idols and the paganism of the world, he uses an interesting word. The Apostle Paul on Mars Hill uses the word techne, from which we get the word technology. And so what is it saying? That when we turn away from God, we end up becoming servants or slaves to our own technology. When, so we got an entire generation that is enslaved by it and the works of our hands. And the Bible says you become like your idol. You become like what you serve. So now we're watching as an entire generation is becoming less and less human. They, they don't know how to communicate. They're, they're becoming less and less who they are. That's why there's also suicide. They're taken from, from their purpose. Actually, you know what, uh, Sarah, you mentioned at the beginning that 30% of, I think they said 30% of, of girls have, have attempted suicide in the last year, which is, I can't even, I can't even fathom that. But you know, one of the things they said, it's social media. This yes, addiction yeah. to this whole thing has ruined yeah. the whole thing. But this is all part of this thing. And and let me let me give you a, let me give you a dramatic one. And that is that you know what the sign the sign of Baal was in ancient times. You know what it was about? It was a massive bronze molten bull. He was he was he was epitomized by a bull. It represented fertility and prosperity. Well, could the sign of Baal actually come to America? Go come to New York City. We're around where we are. I'm in New Jersey. Come to New York City. Go into the south, the, the southern part where you see actually where the harbingers are, and you're going to see a you're going to see Baal. You're going to see a massive bronze molten bull. The people who did it have no idea what they were doing, but this is the biblical sign of Baal of a nation that's turned from God and given itself to the gods. It's right there. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. They wouldn't. So people don't even know they do they don't know what they're doing they don't know what they do they're ignorant harriet tubman said that she could save many more slaves if they just knew they were slaves they didn't know they were enslaved so it's uh they don't know what they do that's what jesus said when he died on the cross forgive me lord they don't know what they are doing so what are the other two um ah, that's go ahead yes the next one is, and, and and again, of course, you know, I know you know it, Sarah, but everybody watching, you know, I, I'm able to give a little taste. You know, you know there's so much of this, so much in this in the return of the gospel. Yes. I, mean, I give you, so I want to give you enough I of a taste. I could talk to you for hours. Yeah. Yes, you could absolutely. I want to give you a taste enough to to know it. Well, the next one is called the Enchantress, and this is the goddess of of the Bible. Actually, speaks of her, 
Uh, this is the goddess of unbridled sexual immorality, sexual lust, sexual immorality. And so, and, and in, in the Bible, she's called Ashtorah. But in Babylon, she's called Ishtar. In Sumer, she's called Inanna. And in Greece, they called her Aphrodite. In, v in Rome, they called her Venus. Now we think, oh, Venus, that's a kind of a nice little goddess of love. No, 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 there's nothing nice about this. This is one of the most ancient principalities in, exist in, in recorded history. And this is a dark principality. This is a, a principality that, that, that seduces a nation or a culture through sexuality. Remember I said that the gods come back or the spirits come back to paganize, turn a Christian nation into a pagan one. Well, this one does it through the realm of Christian, of, I'm sorry, the realm of, of sexuality. And so it, so what would we expect to happen? What would we expect to happen is that first comes Baal. The Bible often says Baal, and then number two, Ashtorah. So first comes Baal, the turning away from God, early 60s. Then what would we expect to happen? If this one got in, we'd expect there to be a transformation of the realm of sexuality. That is exactly what takes place. What happens right after we turn from God? The sexual revolution happens. And what is the sexual revolution? It's the turning, in every way, it's overturning Christian values, biblical values concerning sexuality, marriage, gender, and replacing them with pagan values. So look look what happened to America. Look what happened to the West. Look what's happened. It hasn't stopped, by the way. But the other thing is that she was also a prostitute goddess, this Ashtorah or Ishtar. She was a, pro a harlot, prostitute. What does a prostitute do? A prostitute takes sex out of marriage and puts it into the culture, into the marketplace. So what happened to America? In the, in the, starting with the 60s, sex was taken out of the sacred bonds of marriage and was, was, was saturated the culture. And the culture became sexualized. And so, and what else happened? What does a prostitute do? Weakens marriage. So look what happens here at the same moment that the sexual revolution happened, marriages started weakening. She is the destroyer of marriage. She's the destroyer of families, the destroyer of children, broken homes, broken covenants. But all that has happened beginning with the 60s. We turn away from God. We have opened the floodgates. And let me let me show you another thing here. That is that, you know, the, the in Greek, you know, the, when the Greeks worshipped her, they called her the great prostitute. I mean, they actually, you know, these cultures actually worshipped her as the sacred, holy prostitute, okay? But the Greeks used the Greek word for prostitute, and so they called, the word is horne, from which we get porn, Jeez. pornography. You know, I'm this not is the. I'm not shocked that much anymore, but I got to tell you, I just ran across um, the fact that they are selling children sex dolls and baby sex dolls on Alabama and other big marketing platforms. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm constantly shocked at how far this has come because that is the epitome of, you know, I'm giving you the extremes, but that's coming, isn't it? If we don't stop it, I mean, it's coming yeah. more in mass. Yeah, I mean, that, it, it that is, is coming. That is you, the, the most disturbing thing I've seen lately. But go ahead. Yeah, 
Yeah, this is yeah, this is where it goes, you know, and and because you know at the beginning you you this is unheard of years ago, that that this is happening in our culture. That first you protect the children, but but the gods are after the children. Remember how it started? Take God away from the classroom. The gods are after the children, and so yeah, exactly as you said, and pornography. You know, pedophilia, pornography is actually, you know, this 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 spirit actually invented it. The first pornography in the world is the is the literature on this goddess, the first on planet Earth. In fact, the word pornography means the writings of the prostitute. Or, you know, and so that is exactly what this this one is. And so all this comes. So she uses pornography to seduce a culture, and it's happening. It's happening to this kid. By the way. To the, at the same time as the sexual revolution, something else happened: the revival of the occult. You know the the you know witches, you know Ouija boards, psychic hotlines, New Age, you know all that. Well, this goddess was also the goddess of the occult. She was the goddess of casting spells. So it's no accident. So it all goes together. And you know what? Right today, there are in America there are more witches than there are Presbyterians. That's how far we've gone. And witches were you know were those who worshipped. You know, you know, these goddesses and, you know, and this is the one. So, yeah, this has affected everyone and every everything. And that leads to the third. And that's just a little taste of it. I want to I yeah. want to talk about the third. But back in the day when we we the, there's been bad examples. And I'd like to know how this happened. The people who were the women who were the healers before modern medicine, they turned things on their head and they killed millions of women who were healers and and tapped into you know the to to uh i don't know how to explain it but to the to the energy to other things it was a much more holistic way to heal and, and they called them witches and they killed millions of them and they weren't witches they were they were just healing based on natural products what we could get from nature what they learned for thousands of years and they were killed by the millions. And so it's important that we distinguish the difference here, right? Like witches who are, because that is what God gave us, is to uh, look at nature and to use nature to heal. But then our perverse situation came in and killed a lot of those people. I'm, I, I don't know, maybe you no. haven't thought about that. But when you brought no, up no. witches, I thought how they use the opposite to hurt people. Well, 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 if somebody if, if somebody is using substances that just like we use you use um, medicine, you know, and things are and using things to do that or also, you know, whatever the case is. But but on the other hand, if they're the question is, are they using spiritual things that are not of God? That's the question. You know, if somebody is I mean, God gives God gives healing that, and, you know, right. he gives the power of healing. But yeah. it's kind of like the um, the the midwives you know how midwives used to give birth to children and um and they got rid of it and turned it totally into the medical establishment and then the medical establishment just completely threw out everything that these that they learned through the centuries of what babies and women need to be healthy when they're born they threw that out and then just started over and that kind of stuff um they use they use they weaponize everything is what I'm saying is there's there's goodness that we throw out in the name of trying to get I think you know what I'm saying in the name of trying to get rid of witches or something they'll throw out goodness which is of God 
trying to get rid of or trying to say it's witches. Well, again, you know, it's hard. It's, it's hard. I know I got you off track each, here. With, without. No, no, yeah, but but all, but all, no, I mean, it's hard without e knowing each each situation, you know. That's but right. I mean, the, the right. question is: are, are we talking about spiritual healing without the spirit of God? Because that's a whole other realm. Or are we talking about folk medicine and other th other natural things like that? So that's that's a different story, you know. So that's more yeah. what I'm talking so, about. I'm not okay. talking about anything evil you bring in to do. I'm talking like natural. No, no, no. Of course, I don't yeah. know. I'm sure, I'm sure of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but I'm saying in those cases back then, I don't know which you know which things. They, I got and by the way, I mean, so listen, I apologize. They, 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 yeah, and they. By the way, they've always been people are people. People will kill people That's in right. the name of anything. That's what you know? I wanted. And they'll to say. and they'll take they'll take something that has truth in it and then use it for their own. Thing. That's always the case. You know, it's always going to be the case. But yeah. Okay. All right. So speaking of that, speaking of destroying, the the third one is the destroyer, and the destroyer is the principality that causes parents to offer up their own children as sacrifices. Gosh, awesome. This was not an exception in the pagan world. This was this was common. They offered, you talk about abuse of children. In the pagan world, children are abused all the time. In the pagan world, children were offered up um, and as sacrifices, you know, and this happened all over. And you know, the, the only thing that really ended it was the gospel, was Jesus. That's the only thing that ended this across the world. And so, so the ultimate thing with this is that is that the warning here is that that if the nation turns away from God, this spirit is coming back. In ancient times, he was called Molech. He was called Molech, which means the king, and they would offer up their children to it. Well, look at what happened in America. Look what happened, like clockwork. First bail, the, the, the turning, then Ashtorah or Ishtar, the sexual revolution. At the end of the 1960s comes the third. And what happens? We begin offering up our own children. Israel offered up thousands of them. We have killed over 60 million of them. And you're saying, and when I, when I open up the, yeah, when I open up the return of the gods, I actually get into how, when you look at child sacrifice, how exactly how they did it, those same ancient pagan rites are actually returned in, in a new form in abortion. And it's, it's, it's amazing. But here's the thing is that the, the Israel was destroyed because of that. And they killed thousands, you know. And you know, remember, Jesus said when, the, when these things come back, these spirits, they come back worse. So we've killed over 60 million. What will happen to America? So, so that, that's the third. Now, now here's the thing, Sarah. The other, the other part is, and this, is, this opens up a whole other realm, and this goes more into what we're talking about with what's happening now in California and all the rest. And that is that there is something really strange about this enchantress goddess. Something strange. In one of her inscriptions, she says, I am a man. Then she says, I am a woman. I'm sorry. She says, I am a woman. Then she says, I am a man. Okay. It says in one of the one of her worship hymns, it says, you have the power to turn a man into a woman and a woman into a man. So, what's, so what does that mean? It means that we're going to see in our culture a new a, a new movement. It's going to be breaking down the the breaking down the lines of gender, of man, of woman. This is the goddess who 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 merges male and female, 
who confuses them, replaces one with the other, actually destroys them. But the thing is that, so what are we seeing right now? We are seeing that spirit all over our culture. That is not just, a, it's not natural. It is not natural at all. It is actually, it is actually demonic. It is this spirit. And how does the, they have that power when, I don't believe the, the majority of people believe this. How are they do, how do they have the power to implement it when I would say the majority of the people don't really believe it? Or do we have enough people who are brainwashed, who are controlled, who really believe this crap? Well, that is the most dangerous thing, Sarah. That is that the most dangerous thing is when you don't believe, you don't know what, what you're being influenced by. That's the most dangerous thing. Because here's the thing. What does the, the Bible says? When you take God out, if you're not following the spirit of God, you are going to be subject to the other spirits. And whether you know it or don't know it, it doesn't matter. You're going to be subject. Do you, do you think that do you think that 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 the Germans under the Third Reich believed that they were following evil or they were following they were they were actually possessed? I don't think so. They thought they were everybody thinks they're serving good. Exactly. Everybody thinks they're pretty much, everybody thinks that they're right. And so, yeah, so it's more dangerous this way because, you know, yeah, you go back to the pagan world, you'll find this, you'll find this. You know, what we're saying, we're seeing as something that's new actually was there back in the pagan world that this spirit did the same thing, merged male and female. You know, one of, one of the things it says in the, um, in her inscriptions, it says she grinds away the masculinity of men. And it says basically she masculinizes women and she de she defeminizes women and she she de emasculates men. So we we've seen this whole culture that on one hand there's a spirit that hates that hates men. We see it all over. She raged against men. She hated men. She she I mean even though she had lovers she always destroyed them in the end. You know, um, and she says she gives weapons to women and she does and so she her thing is to 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 change to basically destroy gender destroy make destroy the lines between boys and girls men and women um and we're watching all that but also she had an ancient priesthood i reveal it in the return of the gods and the ancient priesthood um consisted of men walking around her temples dressed up as women they were her priests you ask do people know that they're serving this no but it doesn't change the fact that it's back when you see this come back, men dressing up as women and women dressing up as men and the culture celebrating it, which has never been before, except in pagan times. This is pagan. And so they actually were her priests. And so, you know, you ask, is there a priesthood? They were. Well, this is a priesthood, but they don't know it. And the other thing is that, remember, Jesus said they come back worse. So so it, it, now she's not back then. She possessed her priesthood. She had the men dress up as women. But today, she's seeking to possess an entire generation of children. And the result is destruction. And that's what you, and, and it wasn't only dress, because it says in the ancient inscriptions, I put it in the book, it says, you know, she call, she dresses men as women, she dresses women as men, but she also had her priests, men, surgically transitioned, surgically transitioned into women, into appearing as women. Well, it's back. In fact, I found an ancient inscription, I put it in the in the Return of the Gods, that says that the 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 transitioned men would dance before the goddess carrying scalpels as if to celebrate their surgery. Well, it's happening now, but it's not just adults. 
It is now happening to children. It is it is even even non-believers, liberal, old school liberals are saying this is crazy. That's what crazy. are we doing to the children? What would possess an adult to mutilate a child for the rest of his life? What would possess that adult? This spirit would possess them. So we are witnessing all these things that were back then. They're back now. You are so interesting to listen to. I could talk to you for a long time. So thank you so much for for doing this show with me. I really appreciate it. I think it's something that we, I think a lot of us are thinking about. A lot of us are getting back into our ourselves and going, oh my gosh, and rediscovering, you know, what, you know, for me, I grew up in a very Christian environment. And so you rediscover things and you think about things because it's so obvious what we're dealing with is not right oh, it's evil yeah and it's real and you know god is real and the, and this is real and it's exactly what god said what do you say sarah it says we war not against flesh and blood we war against principalities and rulers and high places but we war and in the power of god we overcome so absolutely and and that's it listen we we're people of hope you know you know, we got a good fight. We got we have a good fight to fight. We have a battle to win to win, but we we are a people of hope in that. So let's do it. Listen, we're on earth, we're not on earth to survive. Right. You know, we, we could do that in heaven. We can hang out. We're on earth to to shine the light. So let's do it. You know, and and Sarah, great to be on with you. Uh, you know, right. and also glad we could do it. We tried to do it the other time, but we did it. We overcame and we fought the fight and we I won. And, and keep on fighting the fight. <laughs>